0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Jonah and the Pod. Today we have a, a very special guest, as you would imagine. Um, we have someone that I'll say I'll say this again: wears his heart on his sleeve. Very, um, like, very clearly loves the Lord, which is probably the best thing I can say about anyone. <laughs> um, I was going to say has been on previously, but he's been on for like. Th- Thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you may know him from an episode, possibly, but potentially. <laughs> potentially. Um, but everyone, please welcome Bobby. I am just going to say the last name. I don't know if you, you care or not. Kalevsky.
1: <laughs> Kalevsky. Could you even say it? Yeah, Kalevsky.
0: Hey, cool. bro, hey guys. <laughs> That's and, and true.
1: Names. Hey guys. Excited to be on this time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just.
0: Let's get into it, bro. Yeah, I'll, bro, we will. Um, if you didn't, if if you're an audio listener, he he. Pumped his fist in you when when I introduced him. So if you yeah. if you are just listening, then yeah, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Bobby, just for those that don't know you, you want to introduce yourself? Like, what do you do? What are your passions? What are your of hobbies? Just
1: anything. Well, hello everyone. <laughs> I'm Bobby. Um, what I do, I would classify myself as uh, like. <laughs> A man of God that loves adventure yeah (laughs) like in long story short that is it (laughs) Um, a summary of who Bobby is but um, I'm a plumber I run my business it's called Living Water Plumbing Um, I enjoy and love the creation of the Lord hiking camping um, exploring. I
0: thought you said hiking. Oh. like
1: hiking. Are <laughs> you saying hiking? Hiking, yes. <laughs> I um. love the
0: Lord, hiking. <laughs> hiking. No, wow, very good.
1: Yeah, so um, I enjoy that a lot, enjoy travel. Um, I have an incredible group of friends around me. I haven't always been a Christian in my life. Um, I never knew Christ until the age of 20. 20. Yeah, I think it's 20. <laughs> so how old are you now? I'm 24. I'm 24 now. <laughs> um so I gave my life to the Lord on September 3rd, 2020. 2020. Yeah, September 3rd, 2020. Um so it's been 3 and a bit years now running. In September we'll make it 4. Um been the most exciting most exciting years of my whole life. It's been a crazy roller coaster of a ride. It's been amazing. I love it. Um and yeah, so in the midst of loving adventure and exploring, um, did that those three, four years, these three and a half years, have definitely been an adventure in my life. Probably the biggest adventure more than anywhere you could possibly go. Um, yeah. but yeah, taking taking it all in and living day by day, and the Lord is revealing Himself to me more and more. Mm, it's a, yeah,
0: it's the coolest thing because when <laughs> because the people around you have been like one Christian homes and like they were raised Christian, mm. as in like from church like me and stuff. So there's some there are some things I kind of think of stuff at the moment but there are some things where like we we were all raised with this and you're like i have no idea about that because like you weren't raised with that's right it's just so mind-boggling because like (laughs) because that that it's such a crazy thing because like when you think about it i've been a christian for probably 10 more 10 years longer than you which is wild right Mm. i've been raised in a christian home but my my genuine faith probably 10 years longer yeah but you had like these three years, I had 13 years and you just scrammed all of that 10 years that I had, <laughs> into, or the 13 years that I had into like these three years that you had. Because like, I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but I would say your, your faith is in line or even better than my faith. You know I appreciate I mean? that. But, but was, you,
1: you've uh, got, you've like, you've got to understand. Um, So like, in it, when I always say it, but like the way that. I would want my kids to be raised was I want them to start in church and like like grow up in the Christian household oh, yeah, sure. and continue in that. But I guess the the consequences and the the rewards of I guess coming to Christ later. Like the thing is I I never knew anything about him. Um but then when when I came to know the Lord, it was the amount that had to be taken away from me. So like I had a lot of repenting to do yeah. and and Christ had a lot of forgiving to do. <laughs> um so when when it comes to repentance like you're you're dropping I when when Paul says in um I think it's Philippians like I've counted all this rubbish like you have you'd have to lose your life in order to find it like I lost everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like it was like a brand new slate had just been like wiped clean everything literally every single part of my life got left behind mm-hmm. every part friends um hobbies um like like language the um people i used to be around the way i used to act like everything got tossed in the bin and then like it's just like a remap. so if you think about it like christ had this like fresh fresh heart fresh mind mm-hmm. to just Feel with whatever he wanted to feel. And the thing is, in those early stages when you first become a Christian, like as as a Christian who's grown up in church from other people, they've been fed, getting it fed their whole lives. Yeah. This is my first time I'm hearing everything. Yeah. So when I'm hearing it and I'm experiencing it in my life, like when you just, for example, a little memory that I just had from like when I was first starting to go into it um, – just kneeling beside my bed praying for my mom and the second that i prayed for my mom my mom opens the door and walks in and like and another one my dog when i'm sitting there and i was like um i was upset about something and then um rocky my dog my dog i have Maltese cross pomeranian amazing i love him he's my son um, <laughs> um he i'm sitting there and i'm just like like praying to the lord like um, I need guidance, like, I need help throughout this stage. Um, And it was something that I sort of had to, like, leave behind. And I'm sitting there, I'm praying, and Rocky gets my Bible and rips a piece of paper out of there. <laughs> and on the piece of paper, it was, "Um, I have counted all as rubbish um, for the surpassing knowledge of knowing Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's um, And I was just like, I read it, I was like, huh? <laughs> so, like, little things like that just kept on happening. Like, it was just over and over and over again. And I got to a stage, even my testimony where I got saved, it's like, there's no denying who yeah. Christ is. Um, so in those three years, a lot has happened. I've gone through a lot. Um, but in all of it, like, I don't know, I would say I'm a ex- person who runs off, I guess, experiences. And so rather than um, uh, like knowledge that I've known from before, because all the knowledge that has come to me has only come because I've learned it through the hardship of life. Um so yeah. So do you do you attribute your your growth mostly to experiences and that kind of stuff? Um, I attribute my growth completely to Christ for the for the perspective that He's given me yeah. um, through the trials and the hardship, and also into what He's made out, out of everything bad that was within me, how He turned it all to good. Um, so yeah, like it's. I think there's certain people who who either will like go out of go into something out of comfort and there's other people who will go into something um out of with with like prayer and and faith and um i guess just like i'm i'm going in this i'm I'm going into this i'm going to pray i'm going to see how the lord leads if he leads he will take you into it if not then he will take you out of it sort of thing um And I feel like I'm more of that person. So, experiences is a big thing. Um, And I think that's just been my whole childhood and life and everything. It's just been full of experiences. I'm a Christian walk as well. Yeah. I don't want you to, like, (laughs) it gets hard, doesn't
0: it? It does. (laughs) Um, I don't want you to go into details of, like, things that you were saved from. Yeah. But what, like... I'm not talking about your sin, but what are like the differences between who you are now and who you were before? Not not including sin and mm. all
1: that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, differences. Definitely, um, anger has gone completely out of my <laughs> life. I don't know why, but I, just, I struggle to get angry even if I wanted to. Like it, there'd be very certain trigger points, certain trigger points that I could possibly do that to me, like someone hurting my family. But even then, like, uh yeah, I think that would probably or were
0: you angry before? I then? was
1: angry before, yes. I, I was angry. Um, I was an angry person. Um, kindness wasn't the top of my priority. Um, definitely disrespect to a lot of people. Um, also pride was a huge thing. Nobody could tell me what to do. and so I'm I'm stating the bad things now um yeah, So like, I was like don't yeah. mention, you don't have yeah, to mention no, no, no. sin <laughs> uh, no I like no. it's not it's not necessary like yeah. I'm not I'm not getting too no, no, too was, into it yeah it like, like <laughs> I guess like pride used to be a huge thing for me yeah, yeah. um so. nobody could tell me what to do with, with anything whatsoever it's like if I wanted to do I'm doing it um but then I guess God reshaped my heart like I said earlier he and language was a huge thing as well but I always used to swear and everything and Honestly, in my whole walk of like after, after I gave my life to the Lord, everything was just like click of a click, click of a finger and like it all shaped, it all changed, sorry, the the fruits of the spirit that the Lord says. Mm. Like it's, I don't know, it's like it entered my heart and I just started living it out just one day. It just randomly happened. My language changed. Um, I tried to look at to, um, to be the, um, like, you know, tried to get the kindness out of me. Um, I tried to. Um, learn how to treat everyone with actual love um whereas I didn't before I was a hater to a lot of people um I disliked a lot of people and it's like now I can confidently say there's nobody that I dislike or if I do dislike someone I'm gonna aim to, for forgiveness mm. um because that's what Christ would want me to do but so yeah I, I definitely like a character change was humongous that my mates were just like before from beforehand bro what's wrong with this guy he's a tripper like like i actually had a conversation with one of them probably like a couple of months ago and he's like he's like bro when you were coming uh, when when you when you like did the change and we like we started seeing you like less and stuff like that we thought that you were you were you were joining a cult you were a fruit loop like that, that that's, that's that's literally what he said <laughs> to so me funny. um he's like did we and but now seeing you um i can obviously see that um that you're you're like i can see you're happy um i can see that you have a you have a proper understanding of life um he's not a christian um <clears throat> you have a proper understanding of life and i uh, can see like the way your morals have changed so um more than what i've seen other people that those pe- those people i've seen around me and they they were the ones that experienced life with me um from the beginning mm.
0: do you do you ever see like like things that you were that you <clears throat> you say you were saved from as in like it was completely what complete 180 do you ever see stuff like creep up that you sort of recognize that like that was before i was a christian or is it more like i don't really even struggle with that anymore like i don't even obviously there will probably be times where like you do feel like you want to dislike someone like yeah. you said but you, your approach is different but do you have like a do you ever feel like even maybe with Something as blatant swearing or stuff like that. Yeah. Is there anything like that creeps up or
1: like the devil tries to use to like uh, honestly, I don't like bro in the three and a half years of being Christian, there swearing has been the least like thing I've I've struggled with whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even past addictions, like there's there's been What was that? Past addictions. Like oh. there it's just all gone like down the drain, sort of thing. Like God, I feel like God's just casting into the depths of the ocean. Mm. Um, I, I don't struggle with it, honestly. Um, there's been random little moments, like I think two or three times, I've a, a word has popped out of my mouth, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, because um, it's just like it's random. It, like, yeah. I've it just, I just stopped stopped completely. And one thing that I tend to see now a lot uh, nowadays a lot. Um, and I'm aware of and i don't understand that i don't get it to be honest is when christians um that that are completely involved into church and they 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 let words slip um, more than regularly and I, I i don't understand it to be honest i i i feel like I have the responsibility to to pull them up on it because they are reflecting the god that I serve um and I know god has his final judgment but you gotta look at people with love in a in a sense. Um, but then there is moments like that. Obviously, I have to check myself in my own life. Um mm. but yeah, like swearing, no, definitely. I use swearing as like. Yeah, I know like there's example. um it's just there, you know what? Like living 20 years in the world, bro, there is bound to you're you're filled with a lifetime of memories, a lifetime of experiences. Um and and hardship from before, the way you've dealt with things before. So they definitely do creep up in my mind. Um and like it's haunting at times to because when I sit there and I and I think about it, like, you know, so I'm gonna share it. Like the reason why I wanted to the so the last podcast we did, me and Jonah, we um it was on my testimony completely, and I shared a lot. <laughs> And I walked out of there, and I walked out of there hating, because I even like going through my photo gallery at times. Like I hate who I used to be, hate it so much because it's so, it goes into so much depth. And I shared a lot on that day, so I walked out of there. I'm like, this is not beneficial for everyone, and this is not beneficial for 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 myself in a, in a way. Like I didn't feel comfortable. Um, so when and I believe that God put it on my heart to to delete it. So i i took that uh, like that's why i yeah, i, I yeah. was really upset upset that i had to but no, okay. yeah but there is it, my life goes into a lot of depth where that could tr- that could trigger memories um especially when you like when you see certain individuals like in regards to like w- yeah. walking the street as well like i don't know it just used to be a con- completely different human mm. um so yeah
0: the only the only way the only reason i ask is like Uh, firstly i've never like because i've been in a christian home my whole life or i've been a christian for the longest time it's like something that is completely like alien to me yeah it's that's why i'm just interested i'm not trying to no of course no
1: like honestly it's just it's just the depth of the of the i'll I'll call it trauma (laughs) it's it's the depth of the trauma and the the memories and the lifetime struggles that you i've had to go through and the reactions are very different rather than going and praying um, or asking God why or it's it's you're actually turning to things that are completely different and opposite of who God is and what God will do. Um, and so I, I have to sort of live with that for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Um, and then I find myself in conversations as well. Like I'd understand so much more from um, from someone who's been in the world or someone who has language like the like those of the world. Um, when it comes to understanding what, this, like the streets are like, sort of thing, um, and I find myself in conversation when we when we talk about, I don't know, like the those type of stuff, um, a normal person wouldn't understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But I guess what God has brought me out of, I I understand what what that what the world consists of completely um in its full depth honestly mm. um and a lot of that would shock your average person who's been growing, to, growing, growing up in a christian home and growing up in church it would absolutely shock you and like you're like nah surely that doesn't exist in the world um or it doesn't exist even in just these areas you know what i mean like that that only happens in america or iraq <laughs> nah <laughs> like <laughs> the contrast between yeah, no, and nah. iraq. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um but yeah like nah it happens it happens everywhere um, and those are the things that I sort of have to live with nowadays. Mm. Um, seeing the struggles of a lot of other people, seeing some things that I wish the, nobody in the world to see. Um, yeah. So those those are the top of things that stay within my mind. Um, that I don't like to share. Um, yeah, yeah. like to basically anyone because it just sits there. And if if I do struggle with it, I do share about it. Um, but yeah, none. I don't really struggle with it much because Yeah, Christ has just wiped yeah. that slate clean, bro. And it's just it's just completely different now. Yeah, that's cool. The funny yeah. thing is I just had
0: a question literally three seconds ago and it just slipped my mind. And it's fantastic. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so annoying.
1: Well, um, but can I ask you? Yes, like, me. um, growing up in a Christian home and everything, do you ever feel like you would you want you've wanted to go and see what the world is like? Um I, I
0: think just me as a person, it, like, I think even if I wasn't a believer, I wouldn't even be interested in like what the world has to yeah. offer sort of thing. There are some aspects that naturally, I think as a man, you would. Yeah. Um, it's never been, I've never reached a point of like, oh I'm going to go like do all that stuff, but it's like cross my, mind. like Oh, I'm interested I'm not interested. I'm like curious or whatever, which is uh, can lead to a dangerous game, of like a dangerous rabbit hole, but by God's grace, I haven't, and a lot of men in church and and I mean outside of the church, but believers probably have struggled with that, and I think that's why you see a very small percentage of men that stay in the church for their whole mm. lives.
1: Yeah, it's especially around that age group of like 17, 22. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. um <clears throat> so, ah. yeah, that
0: like, as as a youth leader, that focus group of youth and then just after youth is extremely like important. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know but the thing is with with your life you, you can now like be like guys I've tried it all just like Solomon I've tried it all nothing, nothing. Yeah. it's all vanity it's literally all vanity. Ecclesiastes bro that <laughs> book
1: of Ecclesiastes crazy yeah, yeah, it's that, that was actually one of my first Old Testament books that I read actually. because someone told me like hey, you should read Ecclesiastes and I'm like why <laughs> anyway I started reading I'm like okay I get gotta- <laughs> it um, but like you're right I can definitely say all that but I'm telling you, as a as a young man who who has the desire to not not myself as a, like as any young man who has the desire to go and do it, they will not listen to you. Like bro, a young I, man's mind once it's set, bro, he's going for it, and then he'll figure it out like later. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like I I can definitely sit there, but I feel like I'm more useful to the people who who are looking to get out of it. Mm, um, like yeah, rather than the people who are about to go into it. Because no matter what I say, no matter what I do, they're their own humans, bro. They're their own people. If like maybe God can use my words, um, in a way to convict their heart, but I'm not. I'm not denying anything God can do. But I know that when when one guy's mind is set, it's it's set, bro. Mm.
0: So, um, <laughs> that <happened> again. Um, <laughs> what what would be an advice or like? just to anyone that is struggling or someone that maybe has even just come to Christ or mm, it's just coming out of that. Like, I don't know, it, like hmm. sort of testing the world and, and realizing like, Oh, it's not, it's, it's not what I thought it was. What's your advice to them? Because you say that's you, you can help those people. Yeah. Obviously it's a bit difficult over a camera. Of course. No, no it's like, yeah. like one advice or a bunch of advice that you could give. to um, like
1: that? Well, i'll talk from my own experiences there's um when i gave my life to the lord i was eager and i wasn't listening to what anyone else was saying to me um i was but i was just before i gave my life to the lord actually i was going with an open heart and i think that's the first step you got to do you got to go in with an open heart um in order to allow christ to do the work within you you can't go in there with a prejudgment of um like i already know what he's going to say um like christ is the messiah like we can't um we can't go into worldly stuff this and this and this no you can't go in there like you have to go in there believing that that message will be spoken to you in a sense um and what i tend to do what 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 i did at the beginning of that time was I was when I first started going to church, I was still involved in the world, um, and as I continued to go, I continued to go with an open heart. And then it didn't take me too long to be honest. So, it, it, but it's different to someone who's grown up in church. But for me, it was like three or four weeks in, and I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna start praying now. And like praying was like a foreign concept to me because yeah, prayer is <laughs> prayer, prayer was like it's weird. Funny. You know what I mean? Um, not only to me, but prayer was weird to the people that, were, that I used to be around. You know what I mean? So, by the way, I never had a, like, I never had a Christian mate growing up at oh, all. Really? Yeah, no not, no one. Like, probably later on in my life, I had Jeremy. Um, but, mm. yeah. And anyway, I started to pray and I was like, Lord, like, I, I don't even know if I called him Lord. I just <laughs> said, I probably would have said, dear God, back then. But my prayers were so simple. Like, dear God, help me to grow. Like, I don't know what to do. Teach me what to do anyway that happened and then probably within the sixth week i was like okay i'm gonna read my bible picked up the picked up the bible and i just started reading random like i think i started reading with the gospels um and at this stage i had no one to guide me really through my christian walk because um the church i was at there was i was sorry, like there was nobody growing beside me and i believe that god would just like in, in those th- first i think three months of my faith it was literally a relationship between me and god and god was guiding me completely throughout throughout those times um revealing to me um like revelations to unto the word of god um and like i i went through a lot in those three months as well um like probably within the fourth month i had my best friend take his own life um so in a lot of that a lot of faith had to come into play um that was after i got saved but before i got saved um i was I opened up the word of god and i just started reading anyway i got to a place where i feel like i like i was on a high of some sort and i didn't know what it was um so i sat there and i was just like god i don't know what what's going on right now but i i feel like i'm, I'm on a high um and this was before i got saved even and i was like this this is leading into one of the things I advice that i would say um was my friends were not the greatest of people. They weren't, contrib- they weren't contributing to my life with any of, like, like fruitful things. Um, and in a way, I knew it was something I had to step away from and find a different group. Um, but I didn't know how to do that um, without, um, without pulling away from them. So, I went to God. <laughs> I was like, God, like, I don't know what you want me to do. I feel like I'm on a high. But... You can do anything you want right now, but please just don't take my license away from me. <laughs> anyway, God, like even though I knew that my mates were the problem and I knew that was something I had to do, I didn't know how to do it. But God, anyway, I took my license. My license got taken away from me two weeks after that prayer. Um, and then for three months there, I had all my mates that were from that area um, stop coming to see me, stopped calling me. Um, and I had probably had one or two friends who came and saw me in three months. Um, and these were people I was hanging out with, hanging out with probably three three four times a week mm. um and in that period of time, this is where God introduced a lot of new people into my life um, sorry mm-hmm. um he introduced some incredible people in my life um that were willing um to listen to everything you had to say They were excited for you they were happy for you they um like, I had one of them tell me, like, Bobby, like, bro, I'm watching you. And he's like, I have a notepad in front of me. And i like, I love what you're doing. I'm writing it all down. Um, And so that is step one. It's you have to surround yourself around the people who are going to lead you into righteousness rather than unholiness. Um, And that is, if your group of friends, your main group of friends is not doing that for you, you definitely have to examine yourself in that group. You have to see, are these people leading me astray? um or are they keeping me on the right track with god and majority of the time if you're sitting there and questioning it it's it, they're most likely leading you astray
0: you know it's uh you know what's cool about that is like i think uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think you would be able to go back to that group your your friends let's say they came back you'll be able to actually hang out with them now and be fine like you wouldn't they wouldn't influence you negatively but you would probably have a positive influence on them mm. so it's like like for me being in, in a situation like that we will feel uncomfortable. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't struggle to, um, maybe because I haven't experienced or maybe because I don't really struggle with that kind of stuff. But for someone like, I think for you, you were in that you had to get yourself out because it was, it was having a bad influence on you, but now like, it's sort of like the size. So the size of influence is massive, mm. but now the size of your influence is bigger than that size of the size. Yeah, of that influence. I get that.
1: Well, to be honest, I, I can still hang out with a lot um, with these group of people. Is that what you're saying that you I can't hang out no, with them? No, no, you can you I can't, can, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's right. Yeah, I can. Yeah. So for a normal, for a person who's probably grown up in church and hasn't experienced any of that, they would struggle to be there. And I would not, I would not blame them because it is an uncomfortable place to be in. Mm. Language completely changes. Like, like. I think,
0: I think it would be, un- it would be uncomfortable. Like, for me at least, mm. I can be amongst those people. Those people. <laughs> yeah. No. But I can be amongst like, certain types of sin and be fine yeah um like i'll feel uncomfortable because i'm like this isn't my usual group but yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't struggle with sin obviously there are some sins that if i'm around it then i will struggle with yeah it. but for for whatever swearing whatever it is i don't struggle with it i guess i could be around it it's a bit uncomfortable yeah or whatever but for you it won't be uncomfortable and you don't struggle with it anymore which is yeah like, well, don't get me wrong, like, like
1: when 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 I'm around there, I, I don't feel like I belong anymore. Yeah. That's the that's the biggest difference. I don't feel like I belong, but because I've built such a good connection with with these group of people, yeah. like, um, even if I haven't, because of my past experiences, I'm able to conversate, I'm able to talk, I'm able to not let the things of the world distract me from mm. from building connection or like waiting for just the one little like like little moment where I can speak about Christ, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they just where they ask just the one question, what'd you do this weekend? You know what I mean? But I went to church. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like um it, I I don't get distracted from those type of things, but I definitely don't feel like I belong anymore. And yeah. that's the biggest yeah. difference. Um and if someone is trying to like better their life and trying to get out of the world in that in that sense or they're about to go yeah. into it you need to examine yourself and realize is this where i actually belong mm. and 100 it is not where you belong <laughs> like it's not yeah. where christ has destined you to be it,
0: it, it might be one day to actually be the light in the darkness yeah but right now you are struggling to shine your light you're struggling to of
1: course but the thing is like i don't but like i don't feel like god would ever place you in sin you know what i mean right yeah so but like he will turn that sin into a bright shining light. Yeah. Um,
0: but the the reason why I just I think it's such a cool contrast because four years ago you or maybe five years ago you were in, with this group and you're like I need to get out. Yeah. But now you can probably go back to this group and you like you will sort of feel comfortable. You might want to go go out. But it's completely different reasons. Like you yeah. don't need to get out anymore for your sake. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. No, one hundred percent. It's
1: uh, honestly when I, bro, when I when I see these boys, it's all love. Yeah, of like course, yeah. big hugs. Like they love me so much. I love them so much. Like they're still they're still my brothers. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I've, like, i have like I maintain that re- relationship not because I have to, but because I want to. You know what I mean? Um, but if I if I didn't if I grew up in church and I didn't build um, that relationship prior to it. If I would I would not be, I'd most likely yeah, yeah. not be able to hang out with them nowadays. Yeah. But I don't know. Bro, God's graced me with some incredible people in my life, like I said before. They've they've taught me quite a bit. Um they've they've come to me whenever they need, um, whenever they need a E to hear. Um, I've always been there and I always will be there for for them and for anyone else who needs to. But yeah, so look number one would be literally to um for someone who's better than their life, to find that group of friends, to realize and that you don't belong there and then to get yourself involved in church community because that is where you're going to find your family, your friends, and people that love you. Like, for example, when we had youth camp, I think it was two and a bit years ago maybe. Um, you were not, you weren't greater Grace, yeah. Thing. Um, I, I had something sh- like to show my heart so much and I asked Auntie Elaine and I was like, um, can I please share something? I didn't even tell her what I was going to share. <laughs> anyway, she, like she trusted me. I went and shared it. And yeah it was at youth camp, and it was just a whole bunch of like boys and um young boys and young girls and for me, coming into church, I was like i've this is home like especially growing up in a broken home and like with broken people around me, like you don't have the type of people that are there that are leading you towards righteousness that are there who genuinely love you and who genuinely want to help you in life, and they're not only there for the fun of it, and I can see that with the leaders in our church and um, especially to the youth. So I got up and I shared to the youth. I was like, guys, you just don't understand. You just take it. don't take for granted what, what church brings to you. Mm. Like the way that these people love you, do not take it for granted. For, this is a rare, this is a rarity. Like people in this world don't receive love like you are receiving right now. They want the genuine best help for you. They want to get you and like mold you into the image of Christ, who is the most perfect human being like ever. um human being slash (laughs) god yeah um (laughs) like is that this is what this family wants for you so like listen be there don't don't take it for granted go and speak to us use us like and because i saw it happening that everyone just taking for granted like and me coming into a church as a newbie like i was like bro like what's happening here like i have a family with my, i have a younger brother and and two parents mom and dad and i've got no cousins whatsoever and so like not even a big family you know what i mean let alone a family of that loves christ so much mm. um as in church yeah um and bro when i saw that happening to my to me in our church i was like these people need to get it so i like that's one thing that's you need to get yourself involved in church um and then just the simple things of just asking god what do i need to do literally god will god will guide you and answer you but you got to be willing to do what he wants to do it's like someone coming up to you and saying like the one, one thing that i don't that like i struggle with is when people want help but they're not willing to listen or do anything that you ask that you that you've told them to and so it's not i don't know if i'll call it a waste of time but It's like,
0: Uh, yeah, like you can't help the yeah, like the help. What's the saying? Isn't there a saying for it? I don't
1: know. You can lead,
0: you can lead a horse to water, we can't
1: get the drink. Sort of. Yeah, so someone has to be teachable, um, and but like you have to realize in certain, um, certain aspects of your life, um, where you need to be taught. Um, so yeah, you if you really want to better yourself in life, yeah, go. Get yourself out of a terrible friend group, find yourself a church community, involve yourself in that church community, whether it's by serving, whether it's by mm. hanging out with the the young adult hangouts, the youth hangouts, um, find yourself someone who you would look up to in a sense, ask them biblical questions, speak to them, talk to them about your life, open up to them, let them open up to you, and automatically you've gained yourself a connection. And then that connection is going to continue going and going and going and going. Um and sit there and ask god what do you want me to do next and then i'm telling you you follow those three steps you're set like you you in no time because the thing is so many so many people worry about getting rid of their past addictions and getting uh, worry about um like forget forgetting the old life but the only way you can properly do that is by going to Christ and Christ doing it for you, mm. like that. You can sit here and do all these little things, like go for runs, and um, I don't know, like, yeah. for, like, get,
0: like why not go cold showers? Yeah, like, yeah, any
1: of that stuff. You can replace your your yeah. train um, train of thought with all that. But honestly, the only proper way to to get all of that out of you and to get rid of the past life and to get rid of your um, like. like past addictions and or current addictions is by getting closer to Christ mm. um so that's why I feel like it's the most important thing to get into your word get into prayer spend time with the Lord because it is Christ ultimately who's going to refine you and make you more holy in his image rather than you you doing it by your own works
0: mm. yeah that, that's um <clears throat> I love those those three advice the to be honest it goes like the first one I'm not extremely passionate about because it like
1: you have had good people in your life all <laughs> well
0: to be honest, like I've had good people around me. Yeah. but I haven't uh, like, this kind going to sound so depressing, but I haven't really had like a good solid group of friends until really? yeah, well, <laughs> until church. Yeah. So cool. like, I've always been a youth leader and I, I sort of count them as friends as, as much as they are just my youth kids. Yeah. Um, but really no one my age, I've had one mate. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but like everyone knows him. I don't know. You might not know him. Okay. Um, for the longest time we've had some some issues or this now but like we've been friends since kindergarten like sort of thing um but i've never like had that issue of like oh i need to move leave some friends it's honestly
1: it's the biggest problem for youth nowadays for any youth that wants to grow i'm I'm telling you the number one thing is the friends Mm. 100 yeah it's it's it's, at least it's what i've examined with the people that i know yeah yeah Um, yeah Definitely makes sense. The second thing in church,
0: this is something I'm extremely passionate about. Like I I literally had a series um, when I left my old church, the final like final term of youth, because I I sort of knew what was going going to happen. I had like a series of like, I can't remember what it was, like just confronting questions. And one of them was like, why is, is church important? Let me bring it up actually. Yeah, But like, I'm so extremely passionate about it, and I feel like sometimes I get a bit um, of a bearing. I'm like, guys, you need to come to church. You need to go to a church. I don't care if it's if it's my church. I don't care if it what it. You need to go to a church, and it, I feel like I, I could be overbearing sometimes, but it's because like, I understand the the worth of church. And recently, like it was like two weeks ago, yeah, something I literally never in my life, never has happened before in my life, and it's weird because I. I've I've been doing very well recently. Never in my life have I ever missed church for the sake of it. There's always been like, like, um, it's always been like, like oh, you're I'm, sick or yeah, am sick yeah, yeah. or like, sometimes it's just like I need to spend time alone with God, sort of thing, or sometimes I just make excuses. But this time I was like, there was nothing. Like I couldn't give you an explanation. People yeah. people ask me like, oh, I didn't see you at church. Like, I have no idea. Like I genuinely <laughs> don't know why. And it was the worst feeling ever. <laughs> like, it's just like I had no reason and I couldn't. Um, so I was trying to find this thing. Um, youth things. Um, t- t- sorry, guys. Give me one second. I don't even know where to find it. Oh, wait. It'll probably be here. Um, by a church. I'm just trying to waffle as I find it. <laughs> uh, confronting questions. And. Is, atten- is attending church optional? So I went through the question like, what it opens is... It ch- up his TV. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the TV. And this was as I was leaving my old church. I think this was the final talk I did. So is cho- is attending church optional? Because I was like, I'm going to go find the church. This
1: was, this was your talk to the youth?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just go through the questions. I won't go through the answers, but just yeah. like what I actually said. What is church? And then I broke it down, I broke down local, universal, like really in, in depth. And then what should a local church look like? <laughs> I went into some serious detail just looking yeah. back at it. Um, and what is our role at church? Um,
1: what was the first first question, sorry? What is church? What is church, okay.
0: Because, yeah, people might just think it's like a building or yeah, like a religious yeah. place, whatever. But we won't get into it, but having a church is so important. And I, I don't understand how This might be ignorant for me to say, I don't know how you can be a Christian and not go to church and not want to go to church yeah. or something, obviously, your your faith shouldn't be relied, reliance on the church. Like if, if worse comes to worse and you're in a desert by yourself, you should still be able to have a relationship yeah. with God, but like, man,
1: church is important oh bro bro <laughs> trust me i know it's so important yeah, like having that that body of believers around you that can just like lead you and and just be with you and experience yeah. life with you you know what i mean like bro i like seeing the unity when I, when our church is on fire is so beautiful i can only imagine how heaven would be like yeah, you know what i mean like yeah it's <clears throat> And it's it's so beautiful when you like, in, especially in little moments when you do it. Like, and I feel like when you go through life, like you're experiencing the roller coaster, the waves of life with these with these people. So like, love is being built, um, like, uh, connections being built with these people. Mm. Um, and it is so important because, like, you you all keep each other accountable as well. But whereas, like, some people don't, they don't love to go to church. And they'll call themselves a Christian. Like, they, don't get me wrong, there is certain aspects where people, I feel like, suffer with social anxiety. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. There and, are
0: definitely reasons church hurt. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch church hurt, of reasons. Yeah. But there's no valid, like, there's, this, there's no valid, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no you're honestly, you're, you're no right. Reason.
1: You're right. You're definitely right, bro. Because I'm telling you, like, you can't do the Christian walk on your own. There's no way. No way. Bro, I want to share my Fijian story from yesterday. Bro, <laughs> not yesterday. Sorry, from like, last <laughs> Tuesday. The yeah oh right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah anyway it's because it's on the topic of church uh, what i love so much is this also ties into your, like, your group of friends as well um because when you're like what you aim for i guess with a group <laughs> of friends is to have christ-centered conversations and to lift each other up and um to, to grow together in a sense of rather putting yourself or putting Putting each other down or having non-serious conversations every single day, like you—you you get sick of those stuff. Like it just gets repetitive, and you don't—you leave the conversations, you don't feel uplifted. Anyway, of <laughs> we 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 take care of this um, ministry in um, church. It's called Graceway Groceries, thanks to Jonah and David. Um, thanks to God. <laughs> thanks to God. Um, and what it is is we basically—I'm doing like a little promo for it. Um, we gather. Groceries from leftover um like fresh produce and bread and frozen meats and stuff from woolies and Coles and stuff like that. And it's it's partnered with an organization called Hands and Feet. Um and the they come and deliver food and we pack them and our, and we have we've handed out flyers to the community, and they know that every fortnight, Saturday, they can come and pick up food from our church. Um, grocery, it's groceries, sorry. Um, whoever needs it, and we give it to nursing homes and stuff like that. Anyway. The truck driver for hands and feet. He came on one Saturday morning, and I was the only one at church at that time, at that moment, um, because he came early, and I, I went. I ended up going to church early. But there was a worship session happening inside our church. Um, it wasn't from our congregation; it was from the other congregation that is in our church. And he's like, "Can I go inside and take a um, take a and hear what's happening?" I was like, "Yeah, go for it, man. No problem." Anyway, he went inside and he heard it and he came out and i wanted to question him and ask like i asked him like why why did you feel led to go inside and he's like he's man he just sounded beautiful and i was like okay that's cool i'm like and i'm like do you play do you play music or something and he's like yeah i play a little bit of bass play a little bit of drums um i play keys i was like okay cool he's like what do you do i'm like oh, i play guitar and i sing a little bit and then he's like okay he's like what are you doing tuesday night and then i was like oh like nothing like or like why <laughs> he's like and then he said to me um why don't you come over and then um I was like okay like what are we gonna do <laughs> he said we'll get into the word we'll get into worship um we'll get into prayer I was like okay like that that I love that I like um and I told him to give me his details and anyway, I got in contact with him and he gave, sent me the details and I ended up going over there on a Tuesday um I got there and it was in the backyard of of these people's home. Um, and I walk in, there's people like they have chairs set up and like a whiteboard with like a little pulpit. And I walk in and there's like people praying like around. There's probably a, a total of probably 11, 11 people there, I'd say. Um, they were praying in the seats around me and one of them asked me to bring my guitar in. So I brought my guitar in, I sat down. And then anyway, he stopped the prayer and he was like, okay, guys, where um our brother bobby he's about to lead us in a in a song in in worship so like, come on brother bobby let's let's praise the let's praise the lord together he just put me on the spot i've never met any of these people before in my life besides the truck driver and he wasn't even there
0: he <laughs> <I> wasn't there <laughs> he wasn't there bro <laughs> <laughs> no he wasn't
1: he messaged me on the, that day and he was like i'm not gonna be there but if you want you can still go well, um so i was <laughs> like should i should i not and then i was like and then he said to me he's like you can go i've told them you're gonna be there i was like okay <laughs> i went <laughs> um that's funny Anyway, I started worshiping the Lord, and then they all worshiped alongside me. Um, and we started singing, and we sang, we sang, we sang. And it was basically like a mini church service that we had in someone's backyard. And the reason why I'm going to this because of the church, it's the um, it's a family of Fijians. I was the only white person there. <laughs> um, family of Fijians, there was about seven of them in the family. and There was about four, four, three or four that were... Um, out out of the family that had had come along mm. um, and we sat there and we just kept on worshiping and worshiping and then they preached a little mini sermon on the presence of God and then we got into the word um, we opened up a passage and we um, disassembled the passage and saw what, see what we saw what we can get out of it and then um, we went inside we had dinner all together got outside and we, Got into worship again, and encouragement happened on both ends. I encouraged one of a couple of them. They they were encouraging me so much, like I walked out of there so uplifted. And where I'm getting with this is like the church is the body, yes. Like it's the people that you can do this life with, that you mm. can learn to grow with Christ with. And these people, they do this every single day, every single day in their backyard. They get together, they worship, they pray, they get into the Word every single day, and that. I can't think of anything better. Honestly, I can't think of anything better than that. Like that is ideal in regards to growing. And if you want, like, to to grow in any shape, way, or form, it's you're gonna do it with people beside you. Um. And but uh, there is times, don't get me wrong, where you can't rely yeah. on the people that are around yeah. you. So you got to take matters into your own hands. Um. And that's where you start finding delight into the Word of God. Yeah. Um but i loved it bro i like i loved it because it was just a body of believers from a completely different culture different like english was a second language like that they were speaking Fiji when i was around and i was just like whoa like i love this yeah. um and just you can just see because what the one thing that brought us all together was christ um and you can see the love they had for me like mm. i had so much love for them um and so the thing we shared both was the love for the lord and you can see that in the worship that we sang together with um but that is the importance of having christ like christ-minded people around you and the way you leave out of there you leave encouraged you leave you leave in a way of lord thank you mm-hmm. like lord i actually want to just get more into your word right now lord like you're you're amazing like this is this is so interesting what you've just brought me into um but yeah so like you end up experiencing a lifetime of uplifting and fulfillment when you have the right people the body of christ around you and you are sitting there and everything around you is revolved around glorifying christ yeah absolutely
0: it's it's just it's just a matter of hanging like not even hanging with the right people but like For for me, actually, someone asked me what day is it today. It's Tuesday. Someone asked me on on Sunday, of like, I don't know how we got into the conversation. Like, what do you think about church or whatever, something like that. And somehow we we got to the point of like, this might be a bit prideful me, prideful of me to say, but I see Sunday as like not a not a place to necessarily grow. Uh, I see sort of Sunday church not a place necessarily to grow, but a place to just serve yeah cuz <clears throat> i have the whole week to grow yeah, yeah. sunday i can serve that's right um and then and then like afterwards actually probably the place where i get to also serve but that's when i yeah, started yeah in the conversations yeah and it's just it's literally just a fellowship it's just talking to people that's right sunday was like was so good it's something that i've missed for the longest time yeah <laughs> um, but it was just like a bunch of christians getting together <laughs> talking about Whatever, whatever conversation it is, whatever topic it is, and st- still having like God's word I- in it or God's like the conversation of yeah. God in it, bro. There's nothing better to talk about. I'm <laughs> yeah, telling you right now. <laughs> but it's it's cool because every every scenario, and I think it, the closer that you are to God, obviously, the the more you're gonna talk about it. Like mm. the more I enjoy football, the more I watch football, that's gonna come up more in conversations. Yeah. yeah with god it's like a hundred times like that because it's in everything i can't yeah. bring football into like it but i can yeah i can be at it i like oh how god created i don't know what yeah, no, I, know, <laughs> I know i know, I know what yeah. you're talking about though yeah, yeah. yeah um so god can be in everything and we were talking just about random stuff oh, i won't going into the conversation just in case people don't want me to say it but like man it's just it's just so good and and having a community like that around you honestly is so different. Exactly right, bro. And and I I just want to build on something that I think we both said is there will be a time where you can't rely on it. But I think when you have it, take advantage of it. Yeah. Like Take advantage can be like a positive and negative thing. Yeah, of
1: course, but like that—that's what we're here for. Like we—we yeah. we are here to be used. Yeah. So, heck, use take, us. Yeah. Take. Well,
0: it, yeah. Don't take it for granted. Take advantage of it. Yeah.
1: Because it's
0: like, like use that time to grow. So when you are alone, or when you have, uh, when you're called to maybe lead, or, or when you're called to serve or whatever it is, you have the facilities, you have the ca- capabilities now, to go and serve, to go and yeah, lead. that's right. Because maybe you are in a time, especially like if you're in youth or or maybe young in your faith or whatever it is, um, then just <laughs> take advantage of it. Yeah. Like Sundays, listen, listen to every word that the, the preacher is saying. Yeah. Listen to every word that you are singing <clears throat> when you're worshipping or listen to the prayers, listen to the Bible, whatever it is, listen to it. If it's a Friday night, listen to the studies. Try and learn. Ask questions. And this is advice just for every everyone, mm. but ask questions to the tenth degree because that's how you're gonna. That's how you're that's, gonna, right, yeah. that's how you're gonna learn the most. For me, I ask too many questions, <laughs> like whatever I'm doing. Interesting, no I, I know. Interesting, <laughs> <such laughs> but I actually can annoy people with the amount of questions I ask because, like, that's how I grow. Like whatever yeah. it is, when I when I used to train football, asking questions like the smallest detail. So maybe I'm doing something just to make sure I'm doing something right or actually understand why I'm doing this mm. at work like just make sure that I'm not doing anything wrong always ask questions yeah yeah um the, the God's word you will never stop asking questions mm. yeah that makes sense yeah you'll never stop asking questions because the further you get in faith honestly the more difficult it gets because it's just like
1: and so much more gets revealed
0: Right, <laughs> the conversations we're having yesterday yeah I know you're just like <laughs> why <I know. laughs>
1: No, yesterday's conversation, bro. We stayed up till like twelve thirty. Yeah, that that might be early for them, but that's <laughs> yeah. late for me. So yeah, yeah, that's early for you. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was late. It was late one for me. Yeah. I'm I'm am usually an early sleeper.
0: But yesterday, like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Nah, no, bro. bro, no way. It's just and the thing is, like, this this past week has been like not the best for me. But then last night, I'm just like, man. Firstly, like, God's word is just immense, but also like God's people when you have godly people around you he mm-hmm. wants like it makes you want to be in god's word more. yeah um it's crazy that's right we can uh segue into this it's funny <laughs> we, we had this topic from the beginning <laughs> but it's been 50 minutes, oh, lovely. minutes we yeah. covered it cool um but let's your third your third advice so we went through like friendships we went yep. to church um your third advice was uh get listen, closer to listen
1: it was grow, growing, um, growing with Christ. It's um, opening the Word of God. Mm. It's being in prayer. It's spending time with Christ and allowing Christ to transform you.
0: Yes. So this is this is. Um, I think we can segue this into what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. And it's it's God's word, and it's interesting, very very interesting, because I think me and Bobby haven't really like chatted about our lives for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but it seems like the past few weeks, maybe like a month or so for me at least it's been like the same trajectory <laughs> it's like it's just having a like a proper realization a m- more realization of like God's word, yeah, and I want to say God's living word because it is it is <laughs> it is living my friends like let me tell you, and it's living for for those that are willing to listen. That's why I like that. yeah. the final point. Because it is... That's
1: very true. Yeah, yeah.
0: That- <laughs> Because it is exactly like...
1: Uh, that's, that's tying into the last point that I made. <laughs> that's why you said, listen, <laughs> I get it now. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, we will talk about it. I don't know if you want to start off or should I just start off with the, the conversation of God's living word? Because I have a story to tell, but I can tell it.
1: Bro, share your story. Let me hear <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Uh, I do. I do plan on maybe doing a story time at church, like doing something's vibrating. It's okay. We can edit. We can edit this out if you want to answer. No, me. it's alright. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I'm thinking of doing it. Maybe it'll be more formal. Yeah. At church, but you have to write it all out and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is more like raw. Um, <clears throat> alright. So I, I've been in in God's word. Recently, and, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm sure most people know this about me, that reading has always been a struggle. I think prayer comes a bit more naturally for me, um, but reading, I don't know why it's just always been a struggle. And there are probably many different reasons, but it's always just been a struggle. I usually gain my knowledge from listening to sermons or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but reading, just I don't know, it's always been a struggle. It's the discipline of reading. It's always been difficult. I get it. Um, and then I think maybe there was, I don't think there was a turning point, but in December ish, maybe just Fatty, actually he, he recommended to the boys, like, Oh, let's read something together." Yeah. I was like, okay, let's do it. So I don't, it's like, it's about time when I start reading properly. I'll read like every now and again, not, not really like in depth when I do read. It's not very, very detailed, but then I was like, okay, Fatty wants mm-hmm. like with the the group of boys. Let's read. Let's read. Uh, I forgot what book we read. Romans, I think first I started reading. I was like, "Wow, okay. And then it started with that group. And then it got to, um, started reading with, uh, there was another group. I can't remember the group and then another group, another group. Now there's four groups I'm reading with. (laughs) So I went from not reading to reading four books like simultaneously yeah. each day. I don't know. Okay. Not the whole book each day, but the chapter of a book each day. Okay. The, the drastic, like my, nothing in life changed apart from that, yeah. but the drastic change in my life was, was just like, it was insane. It was like, I came to Christ again. Like yeah. that's, that's the, the change in life. right? Um, and this was insane. And you listen to Fatty's podcast. I listened to an start- hour and a half of it. <laughs> yeah, So I yeah, have so the- got another hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with with that podcast, like I went out. I came out of that podcast feeling like, wow, that was spirit filled. I don't know if you guys watching like most of the criticism that I've heard or the feedback I've heard was like Fatty's podcast was amazing yeah well and i can't i can't take anything.
1: it you know it, it, it felt uh, when i was listening it felt natural it felt raw and it was christ-centered throughout the whole thing so that's yeah. i loved it yeah
0: and it was just like honestly i the first time i came out of a podcast and be like man I, like, like i need people to hear this usually yeah. i'm like oh yeah it's cool like i want people to hear this like I, i've been li- liking what <laughs> most of the episodes I, i've enjoyed but that one was just like something else and it's because i was i was just Spending time with God properly. Mm. And in that podcast, I mentioned a conversation that I had. I don't know if you remember. I had a conversation with a friend. And in that conversation, it was just like I was, I don't know what I said, but it was definitely like spirit led. And the things that I was saying. It was over Discord. Yes, it was over Discord. And I just said, um, I said to my friend who wasn't a believer, spoilers. um, (laughs) I said, ask, seek not. Ask, you or receive, seek, you'll find, knock on the door will be answered to you. Those are the three main things that I said to him. Um, I don't know if he even listened to me at all, but for me, I was like, that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, that's usually like, man, you have to come to Christ, like all this stuff. And that's all I said to him. And then a week passes. We actually start reading, I think, from that that day or maybe the next day or something like that. Or maybe we're reading at this time. Funny thing is we started reading Ecclesiastes. This guy's not a believer. I don't know why we did that.
1: Yeah. But he, I think. It's a perfect book for an unbeliever, bro.
0: I don't know what it was, but it's yeah. like, like the first chapter, he's like, bro, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. This is just very interesting. Like, I, I love it for so many different reasons, but he loves it because like, yeah, I mean, whatever reason it is, yeah. he loves it. And he it got him. I didn't know this at the time, but it got him to actually read Matthew. Hmm at the same time. So he was reading Ecclesiastes and Matthew. Um, and a week later, maybe, or maybe two weeks later, me and my friend were like, bro, you have to come to Christ. Like, Come on. <laughs> and then my friend was like, like, this is urgent. Like, what are you doing? Sort of thing. Yeah. Like, really, we're very close. So we can say things to each other or whatever. And then it was just the funniest, like, wait. So it was like an hour. He was, my, my non-Christian friend was at work. and my Christian friend was just like, what are you doing? Like, bro, we gotta take this seriously. Like, come on. Yeah. Um and then and then there was a part where my, my the non-Christian friends like like I am like taking seriously, whatever it is. And then an hour two hours later, my family our family dinner is about to start. Every <coughs> second Thursday, mean my family we we have dinner together. That's nice. Yeah, it's very, very um, um wholesome. Yeah, wholesome. <laughs> And, like, probably 30 minutes before family dinner, I just look at my phone. We have like a group chat, three of us. And I'm just like, what? 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 He's like, I'm pretty sure I gave my life to Christ like two days ago. <laughs> I'm like, that. It's like, I, thought, I think I became Christian two days ago. And I was like, what? And I was like, bro, like, what do you mean? Like, we had a conversation an hour ago of like sort of putting on him, like, bro, you got to take it seriously. Yeah. An hour later, He's like, yeah, I gave my life to Christ. Like, so it was Thursday, whatever. And he's like, I gave my life to Christ on Monday. And we're just like, what? No way. And I was just like, I was as I was reading messages, my mom was next to me, and I'm just like, mom. And I just turned the phone to her, and she's like, what? This is a friend that I've had probably since like birth. Much. Yeah, well, man, like, so th- this is it gets. This is where it gets insane. His, so he came to Christ, I, at family dinner, like, I was just like, every time I mentioned I was like, my friend came to know Christ. Every time I'd mentioned to, to my family, I would started crying. Uh If you know me, I'm not a very big cryer, but bro, you the can't joy know. Of it, bro. You can't the joy know. of it, man. My, my sister literally came up and like, why are you crying? And I was like, don't ask me that question, I'm going <laughs> to cry more. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was insane. And, um, it. He was reading Matthew and that's like, he was like, bro, it was just Matthew. It was just um, like, cause he's been, he's, he was actually raised in like Christian environment. He's been like my family's friend and like all, all, like my old church family friends. Yeah. All of us. So he's, he's grown up. He's, he knows all about it. Well, he just started reading Matthew and changed his life genuinely. Um, the, the crazy thing is he has an older brother. His older brother is around my oldest brother's age. Yeah. Um, and in October or September, I hear the news of his brother has came to Christ in September, October. I can't remember what. And that was that was insane,
1: bro.
0: <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. And two weeks ago, his brother came over. I haven't seen him for a very long time, and I love I love both of them to to death. And I, <laughs> he comes over. And I'm like, bro, you got to tell me what happened. Because <laughs> he came from a point of like, I'm hoping to have him on one day. It'll be cool. But um, from pretty much saying like, like confessing God isn't real sort of thing, um, being in the world. Yeah. But, but he's very like intelligent and very like switched on, seeking everything. And you just couldn't believe that. I think he couldn't believe that Jesus he believed I think he ended up believing that God was surely real, like whatever it makes sense. He couldn't believe in Jesus, like that was
1: the biggest thing. and you were there through it all like you've seen you've seen that part of him. I've that, seen the old
0: part yeah, like, yeah yeah, but I haven't like I said, I haven't seen like the older brother for a very long yeah. time. and he came over. this was two weeks ago, so he, he came to Christ in October, and I was like, bro, what happened? He went through this long story. And it was a fantastic story. I'm hoping that one day you guys yeah. get to hear it. But it got to a point where he's like, I just started reading, and it, he said he he's read before, but he started reading, and it was different this time. He he read with like, all right, God, I I don't know what like sort of, I might be butchering the story. I apologize to to you, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you started reading with an intention intentionality to actually to get to know him. To get to know him and to, to get to know what is what is this Jesus, right? Yeah. He was reading Matthew, and I was like, "Wow, bro. no way. And their like, <laughs> their stories, because I've been I've been super close with the younger brother.
1: Yeah.
0: And the older brother, I have a deep love for him, but like I haven't seen him in a very long time.
1: Yeah.
0: Bro, their stories are like identical. No way. It's crazy. And I'm like, bro, these guys are brothers, they're the exact same. But God just used, like, God's word. Bro, that's crazy. I'm getting goosebumps. This it's insane. And it's at a time where I'm understanding God's word is living. Yeah. Because even the friend that I was... Th-
1: yes. Wow. Well,
0: okay. <laughs> so,
1: the whole revelation series is coming, and then you're coming and hearing these stories from yes, these people. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's interesting because
0: something else I struggle with is, like, evangelism. And I think with my friend, I've always, like... Like I've, always, I, I'm hoping that he would see me as someone that is older, sort of mature, and like even if he's sort of not, mature, <laughs> <laughs> t- takes the takes the like Christianity away. For he's a good guy, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, if we take Christianity involved, I'm not a good guy. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> different, Um but I hope he always saw me at that as that person who's older and and whatnot. Um, and a Christian, he knew I'm a Christian. But I, I never like. I would say I never really properly shared the gospel with him. Mm. The call that I had with him was when I did share the gospel with him, when I did give him advice of seeking and act like ask seek and not yeah that's and that's because uh, in my opinion and I think Bible's opinion is because I was in God's Word and I was in step with, with right. God's spirit so everything that I did say or everything I did do was just from God and that's why that's when the ball started rolling yeah and like I don't take any credit for it at all but it's all of God's word all God's spirit just using this little Jonah mm-hmm. even in the slightest ways I don't accredit like anything from me of his salvation but like whatever he used whatever God used through me is just like insane. And I credit it all to God's word, just being God's word, being God's presence. Um, and uh, you've said this before to me, but like I, I, like I said, I really love praying. <clears throat> Prayer always came naturally to me. And then you always say, like, well, you have to have God's word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it comes hand in hand because I, I I was listening to something recently, like, oh yeah, I pray every day and it's someone that is clearly in sin they proclaim to be a believer, and you're just like, that's messed up, whatever. Yeah. And then in my head, because of, because of like, this, it's sad that it's a revelation, but, like, because of what's happening recently of, like, being God's word, a living word, I just, like, listen to that, and, like, man, you just, surely you're, you you can be praying, but you're not listening. You're not actually yeah. listening to God's word. And there's a difference between reading. That's why I said listening. There's a difference <laughs> between reading and listening. Yeah. Reading can be just knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And that's... If you if you speak to these two brothers, they know a lot because they were raised in a Christian. Yeah. Time. They did a lot of research themselves, but it was just knowledge. And once they took the actual... I'm going to listen to what the Bible has to say. It was... That's when it's like, all right, <laughs> it's living. <laughs> that's it, bro. Yeah. And it... Insanity. Well, uh, this is a side thing, but also my friend that was like, Pushing him to to come to, to Christ, like an hour before he did to tell us that he came to Christ, he also just like started taking his taking his faith a bit more seriously as well. That's when he started reading God's word. And just every conversation we had, bro, they came over for like maybe like five hours. Yeah, we didn't talk about anything, anything else? <laughs> else. That's when that's when we we, we started reading Ezekiel. when my dad came in. But yeah, we well, okay, talking Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and. I'm not like we were like f- maybe five hours most but that's it's crazy. No, yeah, but no that' no there bro yeah,
1: you probably hear the story again <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, bro, <laughs> bro, on it, I, I love it, I love it like that that just shows God is at work in so many places but and it also shows that God is't in work in you so like God bless you for being available yeah. um because even opening up the book of Ecclesiastes with him like that's 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 a step you know what mm-hmm. I mean like that's 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 a part on you that God would see and God would honor um, and honestly, it's beautiful. Like, and opening up God's word, like, like, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say less. <laughs> um, but bro, this story is crazy. Cause you see the, the same story <laughs> happening in both <laughs> brothers, opening up the book of Matthew in two different times. Um, and God revealing himself through him, through his word to them in the same context. Like, Yeah. The thing that
0: is sorry, I'm off, but the thing that is just so fantastic about it, in my my opinion, is that it didn't come from someone's words or it didn't come from like someone sort of like you know how like people can be led to cry through emotions and stuff. Like I'm very like skeptical on that. Uh-
1: it it never comes from a person's mind. Uh, like it, it, like, it, it could, it, 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 could it could but like it's it's God's transformation yeah. that happens after. So a lot yeah. of times, like you said, emotions they so many people rely on their emotions. They feel they feel like an energy that's just hit them in that moment, um, which which is hundred percent the Holy Spirit in in that very moment, and then they leave the emotion goes. They don't do anything after it.
0: It's it's being convinced not converted. yeah that's, I think the best way to put it. <laughs> I
1: like that. <laughs> that's they might Martin told me that. So. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the
0: the 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 way that they came to Christ was just reading God's word yeah. and I'm like oh, I'm very skeptical and I'm like, ooh, I'm like hopefully it's it's genuine, but just understanding that that's how they came to Christ." I'm like has to be genuine. Yeah, actual, yeah right. that's right. Yeah. yeah, it didn't come from anyone. You know so that it's not. just
1: straight from God. You're about, like yeah. you can, like I said earlier, you can say whatever you want to say to anyone. Yeah. Like a lot of the times, it's it, it's good to power drive these things into people's heads, especially people who are just like who. <laughs> Sorry. In one second, <laughs> mom, I'm on a podcast. Can I call you back after? <laughs> it's all staying. I'm just checking. Okay, I'm on a podcast. Let me call you back after. I'm fine. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: <laughs> you not tell you you were coming on huh no just no, leaving <laughs> uh,
1: anyway um, yeah, it's good to power drive these things into people's heads because bro power driving bro what you're doing is wrong like you need to understand what God wants in, for you in your life like like God is like like Jesus died for you on the cross Jesus loves you like bro all these things like l- do you understand what Jesus did on the cross for you and you're going out here and you're doing all these things bro pile drive those things into people's heads I actually like I don't care how much you say it bro keep on going keep on. I don't care how much they hate it as well because it's the right thing to do yeah. Um. and they might go over their head a million times over but the fact that you continue to pile drive it one day <laughs> they will realize one day they'll realize and they'll remember those words because yeah. you've just continued to pile drive continue to pile drive it and that, I think that's the best part about discipling people as well. You just get to just drive, like, truth into their head. And also, not only that, it's a reminder for you. And oh, yeah, it's it's sure. something that you have to um, st- keep yourself accountable for. Because, like, if you're sitting and you're teaching that, bro, you need to be living it out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, <clears throat> um, <laughs> the fact that these boys did that and in Christ revealed himself through his word, like, honestly and i'm sure you've seen it now well he's been from october and if he's still going strong in that in that circumstance like uh, like god's word revealing himself to him bro there's no better way <laughs> yeah, straight oh, out yeah, bro. yeah there's no better way it's but yeah, god's word like even for me like you mentioned earlier it's it's been crazy like <laughs> i've only recently not only know i'm going to say i've only like proper pro- recently properly properly understood the importance of the word of god mm. um like the absolute importance of it where you need to prioritize it daily where you need to <clears throat> understand what you're reading where you don't just spend 5 minutes reading a chapter and then go on no that's not how the bible is made to be read um you read the bible like i love it um we had a guest um preacher from america come to our um camp And honestly, it was God in him that inspired me to read the way I do Um, because this guy was a young man. He was like 32 and he just, he loved the Lord so much and the Lord had revealed so much to him. And it also plays to, it takes two parts as well because he's, he actually took himself and he put in the, put in the hard yards where he was like, he was learning the word of God and uh, trying to understand it because of his love for God and, and God rewards things like that. Um, and when I saw the way that he was proclaiming the word of God and and showing and tying Scripture up together, like God did something in my heart where it transformed, and I was suddenly just grabbed this love for the word of God so much, where it changed. I wasn't just like reading a chapter a day now. Like it's it's been about I don't know how long has it been since camp? A month.
0: Um. But I have no idea. Yeah. Probably a month.
1: Yeah. yeah, like about a month or so. But like what's the date? It's <laughs> uh, literally yeah, literally a month. Yeah, yeah is it, is it started the 13th. Okay, of cool. Yeah. So it's it's been a month and every single day taking absolute delight in the Lord, in the word of God, and reading it slowly and understanding what you're reading, finding the context beside behind the scripture, and and seeing what the Bible actually backs up certain passages with and and understanding fully what the words of Christ are mm. um in it all like for example bro I'm reading John um at the, at the moment and when you read like John John 14 15 16 um and then you go into 17 like bro it's it's I'm I'm gaining so much out of it because I'm seeing it as so John 14 to like 17 is John 14 to 16 is Christ's um Christ giving directions to the um disciples on the way they should be living the life and John 15 is like the center of it all it's remaining in me as I also remain in you um and a lot of it actually ties into um remaining in him and a lot of a lot of the John proclaims of how much like like it proclaims sorry that Jesus is God in all of it and when you see the when you just seek when you read it all slowly and you understand fully what Christ is saying through it all bro it's crazy <laughs> like the the revelations that have been coming to me through 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 the book of john i'm understanding who jesus is i'm understanding more of the deity of christ i'm understanding his instructions to the way we should be living to what we should be doing in order to bear fruit mm. like he i'm understanding that everything that is good within me is only become is only like within me because of him. Like all the goodness. Like when he mentions um in John 15, he says, I have my joy that is within me, I'm gonna give it to you so that your joy may be made complete. And then he's say he says on the um when he prays it for himself in um in John 17, um he's saying that like give me the glory and then I will give you the glory back to you sort of thing to, to, he says, no, sorry. He says, glorify. He's having a conversation with the father and says, father, glorify me that I also may glorify you. And then later on, when he's talking about the apostles, uh, sorry, about the disciples and all the believers, he's saying that he wants to receive the glory in himself in order to glorify the father so that we may receive his glory, bro. (laughs) What me glory like what what what's the hell yeah. you know what i mean mm. um but obviously the fullness of the glory comes um when we are with him glory awaits. <laughs> Father, you could <laughs> <laughs> right. um but we are we he has given us his glory even now mm. um but the fullness of it will come later on and then he mentions when he in John 20 he mentions about um him sending us a helper and when he when he comes when he comes this is after resurrection he comes down and he says peace peace i give to you um not as the world gives but i give and then that's that that's, that was him sorry in, a, in an earlier chapter talking about the holy spirit and then when he comes down when he breathes the holy spirit onto the disciples he he says my peace i give to you so his peace his joy his glory bro like and his love upon that cross like that is a full reflection. And all of that is good with the, the love, the joy, the peace, the glory. That he done all of that. He has received all that in order to give it to me. Bro. And in John, in regards to the deity of Christ, so the Holy Spirit, the Father, and and Jesus, the way I'm the way it's like getting revealed to me is um, it's crazy. Cause like for Longest time, I haven't even tried to figure it out because I'm just like, bro, there's no way I'll be able to figure this out. Like, and people use the uh, analogy of like water, it comes in the form of ice, comes in the water of condensation or like, not condensation, sorry, um, uh, mist, this thing, yeah, um, and liquid. But bro, the, when you read the the gospel of John and you see that the, the relationship that Jesus had with the father in John seventeen, when he prays for himself, like like the same verse that I mentioned earlier, it's so, like, "Father, glorify me that I may glorify you." And then, his his relationship with God is, "Father, give me the glory so that I may give it right back to you." You know what I mean? So it's like Jesus is glorifying the Father. Sorry, the Spirit is glorifying Jesus. Jesus is glorifying the Father, and then the Father is glorifying Jesus again throughout the cross. And when in in um. In John 17, as well, when he prays for himself, he says, Father, bring me back to the glory where I once was before the world began. So, like, like fully amplifying that the, before the world began, that Christ was with him before the world began. The deity, it's the glory mm. that they have together. And honestly, none of this would have been revealed to me if I did not read <laughs> the word slowly, carefully. And um, I'm I'm looking at different scriptures that has cross re- cross references to it. I'm sitting there. I'm writing down notes about it all. Like I've been on six chapters for a month, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm reading every day, spending about an hour and a half, two hours into, into in the word. Um, and and I can honestly say now, like, my love for God is amplified. Mm. It honestly is, and and it's not coming out of something that um. Like, experience it's just coming out of me knowing him more you know what I mean um and it's so beautiful it's so beautiful
0: I wanna um <clears throat> I wanna say like you said something in the beginning like five minutes isn't enough and i'm gonna I'm gonna rebuttal that <laughs> okay <laughs> and look I agree with you but I'm gonna rebuttal it still I think five minutes can be enough actually five minutes will never be enough, but for someone it can be enough. If you have the, the heart to like the heart, when you do read is in the correct, I guess, manner. Like if your heart is aligned with Christ and you read God's word, five minutes won't be enough. But if you, if you have that and you read for five minutes, I think it will be enough. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I, it, it makes sense. It won't be enough because you'd want to read more. You'd want to actually spend more time with him. But if you're, if you have, if you have a heart to actually genuinely learn, and and I remember listening to your sermon ages ago, and it was I don't know why it was mind blowing to me. It's such a simple concept, but it's like when I when you go to God, just ask him to just teach you something new. As in, like we all we always, all of us have preemptive thoughts on. Whatever it is, if we're reading something that we've already read before, we have preemptive thought. Yeah, it's just go go read whatever it is. Saying get rid of my preemptive thoughts and just teach me. If I'm if I'm wrong yeah. with my my thoughts, get rid of it, throw it out. If I'm right, either teach me something new or build on that thought or whatever it is. Um, if you have like a genuine, like it's it's ask, seek, and knock. Like that's a <laughs> if you're seeking. You will find if you're asking, you will receive. Yeah, and it's not just oh, I hey got um, can you reveal yourself to me? Whatever. It's not just like no, I get you. Bluntly. It's
1: preparing it's, your heart and in putting yeah. your heart into a genuine place where.
0: So I agree with you when you when you do say like five minutes is enough, but I also disagree with you when you say five minutes. I get is that. Enough. You
1: listen, bro. The way I see it is one verse is better than no verses. <laughs> yeah, you know what I so, mean. Yeah. So even if you read the verse of the day, like it's better than doing no verses. Mm. But the way I see it. When I think about what Christ has done for me, bro, even three hours is not enough for me. You know what I mean? Mm. I I should be spending every single second of my day worshipping and honouring and glorifying God. You know what I mean? absolutely. Um, And, like, I wish I had the capabilities to do it, honestly, but, like, it's, yeah, go on. We
0: do, because, I mean, uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31, maybe 13. (laughs) But in everything you do, whether you eat or drink, drink yeah, you do it for the glory, glory of God. God. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's what we do. It doesn't mean we have to spend spend whatever twenty four hours yeah. a day like
1: reading or. Of word. course, no, I understand. Yeah. yeah, like, but like, when I think about the the fullness of what He's done, bro, like, mm. yes, we can do that. But are we really getting to know Him in five minutes? Do you know what I mean? You don't. Even, yeah. But the thing, you don't give yourself, like, you don't give yourself, uh, uh. M- time in, in enough time to even listen to god um in that time. don't get yeah. me wrong he can speak to you in those five minutes as he has to me before i started reading for an hour mm. you know because th- this, this didn't happen before like I, yeah. I used i did used to read one chapter a day and if i it, like if i was like if my heart was really into it i'd go over that chapter again you know what i mean mm. and like that's going to be a maximum of 20 20 minutes max 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 30 minutes but now i'm like <laughs> it's 10 verses you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like truly understanding the depths of the word of God and understanding the depths of who Christ is and the depths of what he's done for you. And that only gains not more not just more of an understanding, but it's it gains more of a a love for him. Yeah. Because you can understand the depths of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um It's
0: just the, the way that, that that starts, not for everyone, but yeah, exactly, the way that yeah. starts the, is the by that five minutes. Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That, that, That's that, that, what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Like, like yeah. I would rather someone read for five minutes and not read anything at all. Yeah. So, sure. sometimes if you have just the five minutes in your day, pick up your Bible for the five minutes. I, 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 I don't, yeah. but
0: The thing is, it's, it's the way, like, I, I've realized this recently. It's the way you pick up the Bible, as in, like, not physically, but, like, the way you yeah. approach it. Approach it's, it, yeah. It's completely different. And I, I've realized this in in everything in life. Prayer I've, as well. I. <laughs> yeah, I can talk about that for for centuries. <laughs> um, but it's the like anything in life. I've realized it's about having a willingness to do what whatever it takes for Christ. Sometimes he won't he won't need you to do whatever it takes, but it's a willingness. Yeah. And and I think it's the same with God's word. It's like the willingness to learn from God. The willingness to actually open your your Bible and and listen to what what God uh, yeah. has in store for you. Sometimes you're reading something. I know you might not agree with this, but sometimes it's like I'm extremely tired or, or like my brain's all over the place. You don't have to get something out of it, but being God's present, <laughs> you will get something out of it. And yeah. like whether it's just comfort, whether it's maybe it's not even just from his the the writings on his word or whatever yeah. it is. Um it's just the willingness of doing so and you'll get so much more out of it. Of
1: course, 100%. But like the time that you spend in God's Word plays a big part, big part yeah, in it. of course, yeah. I think about it like, bro, <laughs> it's a terrible analogy. But um, when you marinate the meat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> <laughs> when you marinate meat, um, if you just put salt on it and like a little bit of like cayenne pepper, um, a little bit of lemon, <laughs> anyway, if you cook it straight away, It's going to taste nice, opening up the word of God for a short period of time. Um, But if you marinate it for a couple of days, you know what I mean? Mm. You pull that meat out, it becomes soft, it becomes tender. All that flavor has been absorbed inside that meat. And when you taste it, you get the fullness of the flavor (laughs) of the meat. Bro, this analogy turned out pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it's the same as the word of God. You get the fullness of the meat of the word of God. You get the fullness of the, um, just like, absorbing it absorbing it all wow this not just great <laughs> um yeah. and it like it's it honestly is like the because the amount of time that you're spending in the word of god it it truly does reveal so much about god it reveals so much about yourself it it like yes prayer does all of that too um and you're right the way that you approach the word of god, the way you approach prayer has to be in the gesture of you have to understand who you're who you're coming to? Mm. Um, you're not coming to the creator of the universe. You come to the creator of you, to to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to approach it in reverence. You can't just approach it. Oh, I'm just gonna do my daily quiet time today, and then I'm gonna go on with the rest of my day. Like, nah. Like, get down. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, get your head focused. Sit down. Pray before you read.
0: And, and the, the way you actually start approaching God correctly is actually reading your your word, uh, God's word. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> well, to, to
1: be fair, like the way the way that so my 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 I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit about my quiet time. My sessions include me getting my guitar out, going, sitting down, singing as many songs as I feel like singing. <laughs> sometimes three, sometimes four, sometimes one, and just singing my heart out. Pray before I pray before I worship, and then I pray after I worship. Then I open up my word. And I feel like in worship my heart has been my heart's preparing and then I get into prayer and I like to speak to the Lord and then ask him to just reveal himself to me and just um just so I can just know him more and then get into the word, bro. And then that when you get into the word with that prepared heart, it's like you've it's like you're a fat kid at a candy shop, bro. <laughs> my <Come on>, analogies <laughs> um food really are you hungry, bro? I don't know. Um, but like you just you you get so much out of it mm-hmm. and when you're sitting there and you, you continue like to just um read it and then you see the the little nits and cracks into um into the word of God you when you spend more time in it you um truly see the depth of it all I guess and you will not be yeah. able to see the depth of it all if you're spending 5 minutes in it. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny cuz like the more you understand about God's word the less like the more you understand that you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, yeah. And <laughs> don't remember? I,
1: I honestly I pray, I pray to the Lord that that this is going to be an ongoing thing for the rest of my yeah, whole yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And like and I honestly want to encourage everyone else around me. But in order to encourage everyone else around me, I have to be doing that doing that part as well. Yeah. Um so like literally feel free to hold me accountable with absolutely any of this as well because yeah, I, sure. I, 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 right now, I definitely understand the importance of it. Mm. And I believe that this is what will hold me, especially in the times when things start going rough in your life. Um, this this is what's going to hold you. It's yeah. you understanding the word of God and you actually finding true beauty because it it's completely separate from anything else that happens in life. Mm. Like you could go through the hardest things. God's truth does not change. God's promises do not change. Um, what God says about you does not change. Um and when you truly like understand it and you you actually get into the depths of it, um, I feel like that is when times cannot be shaken. But like they might uh, might go through something soon, um, or later. I don't know. We'll see <laughs> when it happens. Uh, if it does happen, Lord willing, it doesn't happen. I do I have to. I don't have to go through anything. But I guess it's sort of inevitable <laughs> in life. Um, but that's when the consistency actually matters.
0: Yeah, you, you know what's uh, someone. So my friend asked me yesterday, oh, <clears throat> "Do you think you're close to God in the the tough times or the good times in your life?" And I was like, "I'll be honest, I'm not sure." And I, I said, "It doesn't matter what time, I'm, uh, what time I'm in my life, whether it's tough or, or, or like on top of the world. If I'm in God's word, like literally nothing else matters." <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. like, of course I can be. Of, of course say, I can feel all these emotions, but like. Uh, the, the contrast that I have is the when I was sick, I was not doing well. Yeah. And then I had the the sickness where, like the recent sickness, it's only a small sickness, but it seemed like it was much worse than, well, the one I mentioned in Fatty's podcast, me vomiting blood, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. The The contrast between how I was, was insane. It was this similar situation. This was probably more like frightening because you're like, oh, that's terrifying. But it's like, the way I reacted, like, compared, it was just, there was no complaints. It was like, all right, God, whatever is happening, I know it's from you. Yeah, well. And I would take, this is a bold statement, but I would take all the the physical health plummet for my spiritual health gain. I would take it every day of the week. Yeah, Like, if, I mean, literally, I decrease, so he increases. If that means physically and spiritually, yeah, 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 then, yeah. then I'll take it. The, the trade-off is extremely worth it yeah and that for me that's like a my physical health is something that is has been sort of a, a thing in my life recently it has been pretty bad but whatever it is I think well, I know that if I'm in God's word if I'm if I'm spending time with him correctly and, and doing what I need to do and anything can come my way and nothing will, will break that yeah. relationship the only thing that that can break with my relationship with not actually break – but like, yeah, no. I have an effect is myself, is my my willingness or my this yeah or that's whatever exactly right yeah. So it is. It doesn't matter what comes my way. It's it's about my heart and what it is. This this past week has been like a step backwards. I'll be honest. It yeah. hasn't been the best week, but now I'm like, bro, right, that's that's enough. Like, is it started from one bad day? Snowball. This is how the devil gets us, right? Yeah. But now it's about getting back on my feet again. Exactly right. I, but like I. I I know that I need you. Yeah. <laughs> because this week was terrible. Nothing really changed outside of literally just me spending time with you. Mm. Nothing else changed. Yeah. But it felt like my whole life
1: changed. <laughs> it's it's the it's the compromise. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's that's what that's what it is. It's Badil preached on it this Sunday and um, Pastor Daniel was preached on it at camp. what happened with David when he just compromised when he ended up leaving to yeah. go to the Philistines and, and he ended up acting like a drunkard and then he ended up trying to take over <laughs> Israel. And he committed adultery. Did all these things. Something um, the small thing. Yeah, it, ha- it starts with the smallest thing. So it's good that you've picked it up now. Um, and I hope, and I'm praying for you as well that like you pick up the word of God and mm. and honestly find the light in it. Don't yeah. spend five minutes in it. <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't been spending five nah, minutes. Like nah, I'm, I'm not saying you have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, yeah. like he he will he will come through um, and you will start like i know you already see it as well because you you just said it but it's completely separate to it to anything right, that, right. that anything that happens in life so it, that's the thing even in my toughest weeks i want to still be like mm. even if that is my best favorite part of the day is getting to God's word. Let it be. Like even and even when I'm just in the in the what do we do? in we? the bins or in the yeah, bin or the, the pits bin, in the bin? Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the bin. Um, even when I'm in the bin, like <laughs> if if not only a good part of my day is gonna be reading God's word, bro. Yeah. Like, make sure I'm staying into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's 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 literally life changing. Yeah, it is. There's something um I just wanted to. I think we should wrap up soon. Yep, so an hour and thirty minutes. Um, something that. I just wanted to like say the the way you read doesn't have to be perfect. He he does like he is you were saying, the guitar, the yeah praying, yeah, yeah it doesn't it, have to. Be it's that my fun. that's
1: my personal yeah, yeah. that's that's me personal yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: For for me, this is going to be sound so funny because you know how much I love prayer. I used to pray like I have a list of things I pray for. Each day. You do, <laughs> <laughs> and I used to pray before I I read. I used to pray for all of those things, and. Actually, Bashar actually gave me the advice because I was like, bro, I don't know. I struggle to get stuff out of God's word, and I don't know what it is like. I'm distracted, and he's like, Are you praying before you read? And I was like, Yeah, like of course. And he's like, Try not to. And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> That's so baffling to me. Like, yeah. what do you mean? And he's like, Just try not to pray after. I was all right. I still pray before. I just pray to God. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yourself to me,
1: but I don't do that. <laughs> I understand. Yeah.
0: And it changes, like, everything. That's because, crazy, bro. <laughs> It's because my mind is, like... Because when I'm praying for people or praying for certain situations, it's like, all right, my mind is now on that. So, but, I know,
1: but You crazy. know, it's, bro, that only someone led by the Spirit could say that and for it to be right. Yeah,
0: you know what just, I mean?
1: Yeah. Bro, Bashar, I love you. <laughs> like, yeah. you're an incredible, incredible man of God. Yeah, um, honestly, incredible man. Um, but like <laughs> but he's helped me in so many situations yeah. and i feel like he's just one that's just able to and he has like he's so sensitive to the spirit of god mm. and it's the biggest it's, thing. yeah it's just it's the biggest thing and like time he he speaks like you see like jesus through him which i which is the best thing that you could yeah. see on anyone um so i'm i'm so blessed as i'm sure you are too like oh, yeah, to him in our lives <laughs> I mean, yeah. like that is not an advice i would probably ever give you to be honest because i'd be like what am i saying <laughs> um yeah. but i, I don't know I, it's not something i could feel like is right but i don't know bro <laughs> like it's, yeah it, it, it's just like thing is it, it, it's
0: because he's very smart he's very intelligent yeah he knows how i work and i think me and him have I'm not saying I have a brain like his, but <laughs> me, the way we sort of think of this is the same. Yeah, he's much smarter than my myself, don't worry. Um, but I? But he probably went through something like that before. It's like he was distracted. By, yeah, it's true. By like he was thinking about people while he was reading, rather than yeah. thinking about God's word. Yeah that's what that's what's happening to me it's crazy that, that
1: explains the the whole different body that's why i can relate to the people who are trying the oh, yeah. in the world and he, yeah. he's more into the people who have grown up in church and he's he's a very smart intellectual man yeah um, yeah, he's, um he's and he's praise god, god for, for him sure, honestly <laughs> but yeah is there
0: anything
1: i'll say you want to say or you can wrap up um no i think we can wrap up wrap up bro like it's um it's been a pleasure um <laughs> we that's we i just want to say like god bless you for doing this and all um and also like jonah loves praying for people um so if (laughs) you have if you have any prayer suggestions um throw them his way um he gets blessed by it too oh yeah Um, i
0: probably get more blessed than you guys (laughs) yeah
1: you did say it's it's so when people say it's the least that you could do for me it's actually the most you can do for them um i remember you saying that um so yeah um thank you for having me on yeah genuinely anytime, yeah. Genuine, anytime. <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure like i said but there's nothing better like when it comes to church when it comes to meeting people when it comes to being in the body of christ with fellow believers this is what you want this is what your friendship should look like Sp- sitting there speaking about the lord mm. speaking about christ and growing with each other encouraging with each other encouraging each other yeah. um and i don't know just get, seeing the fruits of it all that, yeah
0: honestly that's like that's been the best thing about the podcast. Is like, sure, uh, people can watch it. Yeah. But realistically, like, I don't get a lot of views. I'm obviously not making money from it. I don't really care too much. Yeah. I, I'm, like, I would love for people to to enjoy it and to actually get something out of it. But bro, I get to have conversations with anyone yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah. about anything and everything. It's the best. And it's all, like, Christ-related. It's all biblically related. Yeah. So, whether Whether we were talking about something so, like, whatever it is, it's all biblical related. And I'm just like, man, this is such a privilege. <laughs> yeah. to have. I have an excuse to invite people over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to talk to
1: them. <laughs> oh, I might start podcasting, bro. <laughs> no, but I love it. It's, it's, it's honestly so a pleasure. It's, it blesses me. And honestly, there's not, like you said, there's nothing better you can talk about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for your encouragement. And I hope, uh, I believe that people will actually get something out of it, whether it is God's word, whether it's church whether it's their friends, whatever it is, um, yeah. Thank you so much for for coming on. My nose just started getting so <laughs> stuffy. I don't know what happened. To you. Um, but yeah, thank you, My sir. Pleasure, bro. Um, thank you all for watching or listening or whatever it is. Um, we'll take a poll right afterwards because yeah. it takes too much time. And
1: yeah, thank you. Right, see ya
0: later. <laughs>